Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. My name is Ollie Richards. I am a sort of career language person. I've learned languages, taught languages, and I write about languages. I even write books about languages. That's not something I ever thought I would say, but hey, it turned out to be true. Um, and I take all of this experience, jumble it all up, get confused, and try to help you with your language learning projects, whether you are a complete beginner or super advanced, you're in the right place. Now, last episode, a very savvy listener called Lizzie got me to talk for much longer than I should have done. By, uh, by bringing up Japanese. So if you ever want to get me rambling, just bring up Japanese and you're kind of guaranteed to do that. Um, so I'm going to keep it short today, get right to the point, because I respect your time and I don't want you to listen to me rambling. Um, I'm just actually coming up to a river here and uh, you might be able to hear the, the noise of the river in the background. Isn't flowing water one of the best sounds in the world? This is one of the things that I miss about live, when I, you know, living in London I miss the sound of just the normal sounds of nature. Anyway, before I do what I just said I wouldn't and start rambling, let's thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful italki. And if you're looking for professional help with your languages, maybe that experienced teacher to help you fix your your grammar mistakes or someone to guide you professionally through your language learning um, journey, then you could do a lot worse than looking for a professional tutor on italki. They have teachers in all different languages all around the world and you can get a free lesson or part of one at least by going to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson. That's iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson where you can look for the tutor of your choice and take a trial lesson with them and the credit that you'll get through following my link will cover some of that or maybe even all of it depending on the uh, all right then, without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Adwait. Hi Ali, this is Adwait from Canada. First of all, thanks for doing such excellent podcasts. You're doing a great job. My question is about reaching advanced levels in foreign languages. I have been learning French for about four years and I'm at a stage where I can read French literature listen to French podcasts, speak in French in a workplace environment. What I cannot do is talk in French about general things like gardening or cooking or uh, shopping or uh, or <laughs> music. And I was wondering whether I can reach that level, advanced level, without living in a French environment for many, many years. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, Dwight, thank you very much for your your question. And first of all, I want to say, well, c- congratulations for getting your French to the point that you have. That's four years of what sounds like very hard work, and you can now, you can now work professionally in French, you can listen to podcasts, you can read books in French. That's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, I'm sure many of us, many of us listening will be listening on in in admiration and kind of just waiting for the moment where we can say the same thing uh, about ourselves with, with our languages. So, 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 so good job. 
Now, um, what you've brought up here is a very interesting dilemma, and it happens to almost everybody who learns a language to a high level from home, which is that you've noticed that there are gaps um, in, your, in your languages, and you kind of feel that you want to fill those gaps. Now, what are those gaps? Those gaps are the kind of things that you only tend to learn when you live in a country. So, you know, for example, if you grow up in France and you have a childhood in France, then you learn all the things that you tend to, uh, you know, learn during your average childhood. And that ranges from everything from, uh, sorry, just a car driving by here. It ranges from everything from like cartoons that you watch as a kid through to you know listening to your 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 mum talk about gardening which is like how I know there's very little that I do about gardening um, and and so you know you, your basic problem is you haven't lived a childhood in France or in French and and so what we're trying to do here is understand whether or not we can close that gap the reason I say childhood, I guess, is because you know, if you speak to the average person growing up in Paris, chances are they don't know anything about gardening either. So it's not like you have to know something about gardening. It's just that what, what, what most of these gaps tend to manifest as in us as adult language learners is stuff that we don't pay any attention to anymore because we're not interested as an adult. You know, most people uh, as an adult are going to tend to be more interested in adult pursuits than, you know, such as your podcasts and your books, than you would, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to pour cold water on any interest, but stuff that might generally be associated with childhood interests, you know, like whether that's kind of, you know, watching kids' cartoons or reading certain books for kids that everybody reads, I don't know, Tintin books or whatever. Um, so, you know, w- you're, you're getting, you're, the education that you're getting in French is, is one that is of interest to an adult. Yeah. So the first thing I want to say about this is that I think the, 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 the real kind of, the real brave decision to make here, Adwait, which may or, not, may or may not be one that you want to make, but it's one that I, I what I encourage you to think about, is that, hey, if you can't talk about gardening or music, who cares? Like, unless you need to, unless it happens regularly in your life, it's okay not to be able to do something. Listen, I know very little about gardening. Listen, I know nothing about gardening, and I know very little about pop music. I've always been into like jazz and classical music and stuff like that, uh, even growing up. So I can't talk about that stuff in English either. Um, you know, if someone starts talking about some history with a band in the 60s, I've got no idea what they're talking about. I mean, I understand the words because I'm an English, native English speaker, but I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But I also don't really care. And I've often kind of been tripped up, you know, I remember like when I used to go to Brazil. And in Brazil, they've got a real love for like English rock and stuff. So, you know, like uh, Pink Floyd, Beatles, Rolling Stones, they love that stuff in Brazil. So whenever I went there and those Brazilians, they'd meet me and they, and they think to themselves, oh, finally, I get to meet a real English person. Hey, Ollie, tell me about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. And I'd be like, well, I haven't got a clue. I know, you know, almost certainly know a lot more than me about this stuff. So this, you know, my lack of knowledge here in, in, these, in these kind of things has often 
you know, made me, put me in kind of awkward situations or made me feel a bit embarrassed or whatever. I just don't care. So that, so the kind of, the kind of real, the, the provocative question I want to give you, I'd is like, what happens if you say, okay, I can't talk about gardening in French, but I also don't care. Life's too short. I'm going to learn another language or do other, you know, just spend my time learning other things. It's something to think about because what I'm going to talk about next is a lot of work. It will take you a long time and it's not, you know, in many people's estimation, it's not necessary. Okay, so just bear that in mind. Um, so, if, so with all that said, if we now want to say that we want to go out, we want to set out and close those gaps. So we want to learn about, we want to be able to talk about gardening. We want to be able to talk about music. We want to, we want to become completely French, basically. <laughs> then there's only really one way to do it if you're not going to go and actually live in in France or you know French-speaking Canada or North Africa or you know your French-speaking area of choice um, and that is to just systematically work your way through topics and sets of vocab. So um, my friend Richard Simcott who co-authored my uh, book uh, Short Stories in French um, for beginners with me he likes to talk about something called, uh, voc- like, I think he calls it language islands or vocabulary islands or something like that. And he kind of, he kind of applies this to when he's learning a language at the beginning. So he'll, let's say he's learning, <laughs> if it's Richard, he'll be learning like Albanian or something like that, uh, which he is actually learning right now, uh, I think, unless he's already fluent in that and he's on to the next one. Um, so what he'll do as he's learning say Albanian, he'll say to himself, well, what do I want to be able to talk about? Um, okay, school for my daughter, or um, I want to be able to talk about uh, alcohol so I can go to the local bar, whatever. So he'll spend a bit of time learning vocabulary for those topic areas, different islands of, of, of vocabulary, if you like. And then he'll use that as a, as a kind of guide to, um, to learning and improving in the language as a, as a beginner. You can do that at an advanced level. And I think the way that, you'd, that I'd approach this, if I were you, is just to kind of just be very systematic about it. Well, actually, I think there's probably two ways of doing it. One way would be very systematic about it, and so every time you notice a topic area that you struggled in, say gardening, then you want to just go on a, on a, on a bit of a mission and immerse yourself in that kind of content for a while. So you might read some books on gardening, which sounds like my idea of hell, but um, you know, this is what it takes if you, if you want to learn this stuff. You know, read some books, listen to some podcasts, spend a couple of weeks immersing yourself in content about gardening. And then you might want to move on to the next thing, which could be, I don't know, you mentioned music, right? So let's read some books on contemporary pop music in French. And, and then just go from, from topic area to topic area, filling stuff in, filling in these areas as you go. You could then maybe have some sessions, book some sessions with an italki tutor, uh, get, get on italki, book some sessions, and uh, just tell your teacher, look, I want to uh, I spend 10 lessons talking about gardening, so that you, get, you actually consume content and then practice talking about it a little bit. 
and then that way you know you're kind of just training yourself to, to do that thing it's a very direct approach if it were me I, I i wouldn't you know i'm the kind of person that by the time i got to that stage i, I really wouldn't care if i can talk about gardening or not so i'd be more inclined to say okay let's just take a kind of very general interest approach so i'm going to just read widely listen widely and deliberately start to consume content that takes me away from the kind of stuff I'd normally listen to. So yeah, if I was going to do that, let's say that I wanted to just become very familiar with contemporary culture in, in Japanese or whatever, then what I might do is think, okay, well, what, what is contemporary culture in Japanese? Or baseball, uh, pop music, um, I don't know, anime. And I just go and find podcasts and books on that on those topics and just read and listen all day long and just deliberately start to consume content in areas that I'm not in not I wouldn't normally consume content in you know and just just broaden your horizons a little bit that way it's likely to be more kind of entertaining for you and not quite so difficult I mean I would you know the, the trouble with spending two weeks on something like gardening is that if you're not interested in gardening it, you know you're starting to do stuff in the language which you don't like and you're not interested in and that's that for me is dangerous territory because we always want to be interested and intrigued by the stuff that we are um the stuff that we're doing i'm just getting through a gate here guys so sorry for the noise i'm out in the countryside by the way if you want to see where i am recording these podcasts um you may go to my Instagram at I will teach you a language and I'm putting some pictures up there I'm staring at about 15 horses right now and back behind me are about 27 sheep it's quite interesting so yeah anyway <laughs> so I, don't, I hope that's helpful um, again I'd really encourage you to really think about whether this is genuinely a problem or not because you could you know you spent four years learning French to a very good level that, that you're obviously very satisfied with you could spend the next four years filling in your knowledge on things like gardening and, and music so just I think really consider whether that's something a way that you want to spend your time or not before you allow yourself to become too frustrated or or otherwise um, with this this kind of topic anyway that's it for now thank you very much for your question if you'd like to ask me a question you can go to I will teach you a language.com forward slash ask that's I will teach you a language.com forward slash ask Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you back in the next episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Take care. Throughout doing the podcast, one of the most, one of the saddest things actually that I've heard from people who leave messages for me for the show is that they feel very isolated when they are learning their languages. They'll tell me things like, nobody understands why I care about languages. No one just gets this language passion that I have, and I feel very alone. And I know exactly what that is like. I've been through that for years. And that's one of the reasons that I started my Facebook community. Um, and it's a fantastic group with over 10,000, many more by this point actually, over 10,000 language learners, just like you, just like me, people who are learning one language, who are just starting their first journey in language learning to those who already speak far more languages than me. It's a fantastic supportive community which is very, very well moderated and I'd love to invite you to join. It's completely free and if you'd like to join, you can go to Facebook and search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. That's on Facebook, search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. You'll need to um, request to be approved, but our moderators will approve you 
and you'll be in on the inside and you'll get all the supports that you need. There'll be a place to ask and answer questions. Uh, I really think that you will enjoy it and benefit from it and I'd love to see you there. Once again, on Facebook, that is Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. I hope to see you there.